Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is probably one of my favorites of all time. It's all about this incredible platform of physical reality, how it's designed for joy and happiness. And of course, it's a journey of self-discovery. But in that journey of expansion, you can expand in joy in every moment. How do you do that? Well, that's what this episode is about, and I think you'll find it fascinating. In fact, I think you're going to want to listen to it all the way through. Ed's question at the end is really profound, and when you get this idea of how your perspective impacts the joy that you feel in every moment, you're going to want to do whatever you can to increase that perspective. Of course, listening to this podcast uh, is a great way to do it, watching our videos, reading Joshua's books, all that's great. Again, that is sort of a passive way of understanding this material. It's fine. It's fun. It's sort of intellectual, though. You really need an experience. And so this is why Joshua has created the boot camp and the Ascension Experience. Right now, we're in the middle of a boot camp for the last one this year. But the Ascension Experience is something you can get involved in in the meantime. And we're starting a new set of uh, Ascension Experience courses on Monday. Uh, that's the 28th, I believe. And you can get involved with that now. Just go to the website, theteachingsofjoshua.com and click on the Ascension Experience and you can see all the courses there. I would highly recommend, if this is your first go around, taking the alignment course. That's the first one. In that course, it has the uh, manifestation event form, all the meditations, the daily spiritual practice, and you have access to all the calls. Uh, we have four calls a week for that as well. So uh, it's really great to get in on that. Um, there is, it's 297, so it's not a big deal for, for four weeks. Uh, if you do it right now, it'll take you through Christmas. It'll change your perspective. Uh, you know, how you see yourself going in, that will change by the end of it. I promise you that. Uh, it'll also set you up for a fantastic 2023. So now's the time to do it. Couldn't be a better time. Uh, check it out. Act on the inspiration that I'm giving you right now just to go and look at it. That's the only step you have to take. Push past the fear. Read all about that. There's been hundreds of people who have gone through the Ascension experience uh, in that alignment course, and every single one says they can't imagine a better way of raising your perspective. So please take a look at that. And again, thanks for everything you do to support this podcast by sharing it with your friends and putting it on Facebook and leaving comments and reviews and subscribing and liking and all that stuff. We really appreciate you, and let's get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hello, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Well, you don't always understand it, but this journey that you're on from a limited perspective of yourself to a higher perspective is a journey from fear to love. Well, if you can think about what fear is, fear is the illusion, what love is, love is clarity. What uh, you're really doing here is moving from sort of a feeling of separation to a feeling of connection or an understanding of yourself as who you truly are. And in that is joy. Now, joy exists no matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter how you see yourself. It doesn't matter if you improve or not improve. It doesn't matter if you realize who you really are in all of this. What is fundamental in this journey, what's built into the system is joy, is love, is understanding, is connection. Whether you see it or not, it is there. This is the fabric of this reality. This reality is designed for one thing, one thing only, expansion in joy. Expansion can be had no matter what's going on. You will not even understand most of the expansion you're experiencing. You'll just think it's normal life. 
But really what's happening is you having an opportunity to discover who you are and to feel joy in every moment. The joy that you feel is completely up to you, to your perspective, how you're choosing to see yourself in your reality, how you're choosing to believe who you are at this moment, who you are on this call, listening at a later date, where you are in your life, where you think you're going. All these things provide for a feeling of true connection, true love, true joy, true expansion, or if you buy into the illusion, suffering and discontentment and disconnection and dissatisfaction. That is all up to you. No one can tell you how to experience this reality. No one tells you what anything means. No one has set any standards that are true other than the standards you set for yourself. Now, those standards you set for yourself are based in beliefs that you've adopted. And basically, they are not true because within this reality is this illusion brought on by fear. That's awesome. You forget who you are. Sometimes you remember who you are. Sometimes you forget who you are. But generally, the density of this reality called Earth is one of forgetting. Now, why would that be so important? Why would that be so interesting that you would actually want to come here in the first place? Because when you forget who you are, you birth desires. Desires to do what? To improve, to think differently, to make things better, to protect yourself, to save yourself, to get yourself to be liked, loved, and respected by other people, to choose personas, to sift and sort and effort and struggle and come to new realizations. All of that is leading you somewhere. It's leading you to birth desires. It's leading you to hold on to ideals. It's causing you to have preferences. All of these things are wonderful things that are not available in other realities. In this reality, you get to do all that. Now, why would you want to do all that? Well, if you knew who you were in this reality, it wouldn't serve the same purpose. If you knew who you truly were, you'd have different definitions of everything. Everything would mean something different to you. But because you don't understand who you are, well, you get to make it up as you go along. Now, if you were in another reality, such as the non-physical, in a collective reality where you just understand what is happening and who everyone else is, there is no illusion, there's nothing hiding the truth from you, you have pure clarity, you understand it all, well, there's not a lot of room for understanding more about yourself. So you come into this reality to forget who you are and then to redefine who you are, and that's called expansion. The expansion that's possible in this reality is why you're here. It's not available anywhere else. And so when you're going about your day and understanding that things could be better in your life or that you could be better or that other people could act differently, well, you're in the illusion. The truth is you're complete, they're complete, you're perfect, they're perfect, everything's perfect, the conditions are perfect. That's the truth of this reality, but you can't see it because what you're doing is you're focusing in a different way focusing in a way that you cannot focus in the non-physical. In the non-physical, you are focused on pure perfection. Your inner selves are focused on the perfection of your life. And they are holding a standard for you to rise to if you accept it. But if you don't accept it, that's fine as well. It doesn't matter. Because in the not accepting of your reality, you birth desires. And those, those desires lead you on a course of self-discovery. Most people are not aware of this. Most humans are going about trying to make things happen so that they will feel better when the outside conditions reflect back to them something that will cause them to feel good, some excuse that they will feel good. You'll see it in your own life. You get an unexpected check in the mail or, an, or a new job or a new mate or something that you think wonderful is happening, and you use this as your excuse to feel good. You also use everything else as your excuse to feel bad. When something is not going the way you think it should go, you use that as your excuse to feel bad. But 
in all of it is this journey, the journey that you're on. You're expanding through every experience. You're expanding through every thought. You're expanding who you truly are. You've come in at the most expanded version of you in this lifetime, and you're expanding that further. This is what you wanted. This is why you're here. If you can do this in joy, well, that's wonderful. If you don't do it in joy, that's fine too. It doesn't matter. But you've asked, how can I feel better? How can I get more out of life? How can I enjoy this ride? How can I see things in a different way? That's why you're here. If you're on this call now, that's why you're here. You've asked that question. If you're listening to this call at a later date, that's why you're listening. You've asked this question. There are millions and millions and millions of people now asking the question, how do I feel better? Well, how do you feel better? You gain clarity on who you are. That is inherent in this journey. You'll feel better when you understand how this mechanism works, how physical reality works. You'll understand it better when you realize nothing is happening other than how you're feeling. If you're feeling good, you're doing everything right. You're doing everything perfectly. If you're feeling bad, you're still doing it perfectly. You just don't get it. When you get the idea that you can't make a mistake, that you can't make a different decision than any decision you've ever made in your life, that everything was based on the perspective that you held on yourself at the time of that decision, and only those options were available to you then, then you can realize this is the game of perspective. If I raise my perspective by understanding who I truly am, I'll have experiences that reflect that. Raising your perspective allows you to feel good. Feeling good is why you're here. If you want to feel good, shift that perspective. Look at yourself for who you truly could be, then take action based in that perspective. And you will understand through the experiences gained by those actions that are available to you at the higher perspective that this life can be unimaginable if you choose. If you don't choose, that's fine too. But if you choose an unimaginable life, you must always look at yourself from the higher perspective. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Yes, I would. Excellent. Sylvia. Um, how can I be more aware of my feelings? Well, your feelings are happening all the time. Mm -hmm. Your feelings are an indication of your perspective. If you think things aren't working out, if you think you're not getting what you want, if you think that you have to be different than you are for others to like, love, and respect you, if you think that things are wrong or imperfect or could be improved in some way, you'll feel what you will label a negative emotion. Maybe you feel negative emotion all the time. And so it might be difficult for you to discern when you're feeling bad because you're feeling bad so often. But then you'll remember the times you felt good. You'll remember something that happened in your life that caused you to feel joy. Maybe it was the birth of a child or a wedding or some event that was joyous and everyone was having a good time. And in those times, you felt a little bit different. You felt positive emotion. The positive emotion reflects how you are seeing yourself in that moment. Are you seeing yourself as the creator? Well, maybe you're not there yet, but maybe you're saying, things are going good right now. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun with my friends. I had all these friends over for conversation and for a meal. And we just had such a good time in that conversation. I really felt a connection to those people. The connection to anything in reality is the sign that you're looking at yourself from a higher perspective. Connection is love. Connection is joy. When you see that connection, 
you cannot help but feel good or feel better than you were before. If you feel disconnection, something's going on in the world. I don't like these people over here. I don't like what's happening with the government. I don't like what's happening with that friend who argued with me. Then you're experiencing disconnection. In that disconnection, which is not true to who you are, because you are all about connection. In the non-physical, you can't feel anything other than connection. In the physical, you feel separation. That separation feeling, you would call negative emotion. It wouldn't feel as good as a feeling of connection. When you feel fear, you feel negative emotion. When you feel love, joy, satisfaction, appreciation, gratitude, you are closer to the perspective of your inner self and those feelings resonate with who you truly are. That's why guidance is coming in the form of emotions. Your emotional guidance system, it's the basic form of emotion that all humans have access to. Well, if you're operating in a lower level, perceiving yourself as a victim, most of your experiences will be that of separation, that of the victim, that of needing to protect yourself, that of wishing the things in your life, the conditions, the people were different than they are, wishing you were different than you are. When you start to say, I'm perfect as I am, things are always working out for me, everything is good, everything is right, I've never made a wrong decision. When you start talking in those terms, that's the truth. And to the extent of your belief, you will feel positive emotion. You'll feel some sense of joy or interest or curiosity something above the emotional horizon line. Well, how would you move from feeling bad to feeling good? You would simply think a little bit differently about whatever the situation is. You would readdress or redefine that situation. And you would say, okay, here comes some event or experience where I felt negative emotion. Why did I feel negative emotion? Because that event made me feel something. Well, that's not necessarily the truth, is it? No outside event can make you feel anything. The event is always neutral. It's always coming to show you something. It's always coming as a gift for you. But your reaction to it was from your perspective. So if you perceive yourself as a victim, you'll react to a lot of things, even if they were intended as compliments or, or wonderful experiences in a negative way, because you are seeing it from a limited perspective. Anytime you're in a limited perspective, you're in opposition to the truth of who you are because your inner self is always holding the perspective of perfection, the perspective that your life is designed for expansion only, for self-discovery only. And if you're unaware of it, if you're perceiving yourself as a victim, you can't really connect to the perspective of your inner self. That perspective would give you pure joy pure ecstasy if you could hold on to that perspective. The opposite is true. If you're far away from that perspective, you're going to feel negative emotion. But you can stop right there and say, why did I feel the negative emotion? Oh, I was perceiving myself as a victim in that moment. Why did I perceive myself as a victim? Because something triggered a limiting belief and caused me to feel fear. Anytime I feel fear, I feel what I call a negative emotion. As you rise above this and understand that nothing can happen to you, everything is happening for you. You can look at every event and saying, no, no, the event was neutral. My reaction to the event 
was triggered by a belief that is not true. Therefore, I felt fear and an associated negative emotion. If I can look at this more deeply and understand, well, what is that belief that tr was triggered in that event? I can say, oh, okay, that belief is false. And I can find evidence, lots of evidence in my life and the lives of others that prove that belief is not true. So here you are living your life. You've adopted a bunch of beliefs. You've created a mental construct and your inner self is guiding you to the truth of who you are away from that mental construct that just is not true. So as you understand these limiting beliefs, as you see them now through the illumination of manifestation events, as you realize that none of those beliefs are true, as you process them and find evidence to prove they're false, you start to shed that which is inauthentic. All that stuff that you thought was true, you start to look at it in a new way and say, hmm, well, I was taught that was true. Somehow I adopted that belief through experience or something someone had told me, something in my childhood maybe, some experience I didn't understand at the time. And I held on to this belief, thinking that if I hold on to that belief, I can protect myself from that thing ever happening again. But of course that doesn't work because th this is an attractive universe. And so once you've attracted a limiting belief and that is in your vibration, well, events will have to be orchestrated so that you can see the vibration of that limiting belief and process it so that it is no longer limiting. Doesn't matter if it's still there, as long as it's not limiting you from acting on inspiration and moving towards the truth of who you are, it doesn't matter if it's still in your vibration, as long as it's not limiting. What will happen is you'll be moved along your journey of self-discovery and you'll be inspired to do something. And then you will feel fear on that inspiration. That fear is coming up because of a limiting belief. Now, your inner self understands this. The entire universe understands this. All your guides and supporters understand this. So they have to put you in situations where you can see this event through a resistant thought or an actual physical event that happens in reality or even a physical condition within the body. When you see the event, you can now look at it differently and then you can process it so that when you receive inspiration, that belief will not limit you from acting and you will actually act. Well, you're going along your journey of self-discovery. You are moving quickly. You are enrolled in the boot camp. A lot of things are happening. And so manifestation events are coming simply to give you something to work on and process while you're here. They'll start with the outer layers, the easy stuff, the big stuff, the things that really drive you crazy or annoy you. And then you'll peel away those and see how ridiculous they are. You'll laugh at them and you'll get deeper and deeper and deeper in this so that when the time comes and you're inspired to do the next thing, you won't be limited by that limiting belief. You'll actually take some action. This is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey. It's a fun journey. It can be had in complete joy because you can laugh at yourself. That's the key here. You can find humor anytime you're fighting against what is happening in your reality. Now, think of yourself going to the bathroom and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, you know what? This mirror is imperfect. I need to get a new mirror. And so you take the mirror off the wall, you buy a new mirror at the store, you put another one on and you see the exact same reflection. You say, nope, it's the mirror. You take it off, you spend more money, you put it back on again, the same reflection every single time. Well, one day you're gonna stop saying it's the mirror 
and you're going to start saying, it's me. And when you get to that point, you can start laughing at all the mirrors that you thought were wrong in your life. And you can realize it's just a reflection. If I want that image to change, I'm going to have to change my hairstyle or put some makeup on or do something else with my face. And suddenly the image changed, not because you changed the mirror, because you change you. And this is how your emotions help you understand if you're looking at a mirror or if you're looking at something inside you. Inside is these beliefs. Now, it's not your fault that you adopted these beliefs. You chose to adopt these beliefs. You chose the time and place of your birth and your parents and all the situations in your childhood. You went through it all. You adopted all these limiting beliefs. You created this persona. None of it is true. Where you are in your life, you get to say, okay, I've had a life full of experiences. I've adopted a lot of limiting beliefs. And now I get to process them. And now I get to see what the adventure would be like if I understand it's coming from the inside out rather than the outside in. And that's what your emotions are telling you. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> Who's next? Erin. Oh, I've been exploring one of my fears this week, and that is going to the dentist. And I finally went after seven years. Um, and I was looking at all the limiting beliefs, which like, I was surprised at how many there were just like financial and safety. Cause I have sensitive teeth and, um, fear of committing to appointments, etc. And then <clears throat> I was like feeling exhilaration when I left and they said my teeth were great. I didn't have any cavities and I felt like, wow, I processed that and it's great. But then when I went back um, to take my son. He had cavities and then I started viewing it as wrong. And I just started like getting caught up in more limiting beliefs of like, oh, he's going to have anxiety and I'm going to have to deal with that. And oh, the like uh, the cost didn't really bother me. I think I'd process that one, but I was just curious if you had any words on that. I was interested, interesting how many limiting beliefs came up. Excellent. Well, that's the wonderful thing about all experiences is that when you're paying attention to how you feel before any experience, you can actually understand the limiting beliefs that come up. Most humans will ignore it. They will just consider that what they think is wrong is wrong. They will just abide by their belief system without addressing it. So you addressed the limiting beliefs, you did some processing there, you had an experience, and the experience turned into satisfaction, appreciation, more connection, more joy, more relief, all the wonderful feelings that come along with having a perspective that completely aligns with who you truly are. That's wonderful. Then you bring your son in because you're not done with this mirror yet. This mirror called the dentist was perfectly designed for you to see how you've progressed through all of it when it comes to yourself. Awesome. Next level, let's put your son in there. Let's see how you do there. The same exact thing is coming up. You are able to process the limiting beliefs around yourself. And now something that's important to you, your son gets involved in a similar mirror, a similar situation called the dentist. This could be anything. It could be called school. It could be called the doctor. It could be called the boy's father. It could be all of these things, right? In this case, the mirror was the dentist. Now, this mirror of the dentist is not really that big of a deal. It's not like it's anything unusual. You've gone to the dentist. People go to the dentist all the time. 
and everyone has some belief around it. You have to go in here now and understand, well, what is it for your son? You see, your son is adopting beliefs as well. And those beliefs create a trajectory and cause him to birth his own desires. If you want to get in the way of someone else's manifestation events, well, you're trying to create in their reality. This is never about your son. It's simply about how you feel in relation to that aspect of you. So you've got the mirror called the dentist and your mirror called the son. And now these two reflect back on you these certain limiting beliefs. You get to process those without interfering or creating conditions outside of yourself. You have the mirror called the dentist. You have the mirror called the sun. You're accepting the mirror called the dentist. And when it's applied to you, it reflects back all the work that you've done to process limiting beliefs in that area of your life. Now you add a new mirror. And suddenly, the new mirror called your son, you would like to change that mirror out. Go to the store, get a new mirror, and you wouldn't have to deal with these limiting beliefs. Well, guess what? You've asked for this. And so this is coming up for you. This is not anything you need to be concerned about. It's just another mirror. How your son adopts his belief system is completely up to him. And frankly, no matter what you do, he's going to create a trajectory. So if you can step back and then process the belief that you need to interject yourself into his life to make his life smoother, well, you're just gonna postpone his manifestation events. Why not get them out of the way now when he's young? It is no good to him for you to smooth out his manifestation events because you could drive around to another dentist. You could tell him that dentists don't matter. You could interject all these things, but he's just going to adopt that as a limiting belief as well. What you could do is support him in understanding that it doesn't matter what's happening here. It's all for him. How he feels, he gets to experience that. Is he feeling bad because he has a cavity? Kids have cavities all the time. You can address the intensity of his feeling, not to change him or to change his trajectory or to change how he adopts limiting belief, but just to be there showing a higher perspective. This is all you can do. You can act in love in any situation yourself and be an example to another person who's close to you. Will they understand it? Will they get the benefit out of that? That doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is you acting in love. In love means you accept these two mirrors as perfect. You accept whatever limiting beliefs or beneficial beliefs he adopts for him at this age as perfect. You accept all his manifestation events as perfect. You may soothe them. You may interject some wisdom if you're inspired, but you don't really want to change him. You want to allow the process to take place because the process is perfect. If you were God and you could come in and change things and interject and make things different, you would be looking at it from a perspective of imperfection. And this is why God does not interject in the lives of anyone. When you try to do the same thing, that's fine because you're, you're having your own experience of it. And you're acting in an urge to change the condition in opposition to who you truly are. That's fine because you get to explore the inauthentic or the not true version of you. If you accept it and stand by, well, you're going to have some feelings. How can a mother stand by and watch her child go through a manifestation event without trying to control it? That's for you to understand. You alone. 
That's for you to get the feeling of that. Well, society says that we should be, if we're a good mother, we should be able to solve the problems of our children. Well, maybe society says that, but again, society is living more in fear than you are. If you can understand that you are simply there as a support vehicle, not to change anything, but just to provide him with whatever basics he needs so that he can create his own trajectory and then let him have his manifestation events because in those manifestation events, he will be able to think about things in a new way. If you solve all his problems of manifestation events, just because you feel negative emotion upon seeing him go through these things, well, he doesn't have the chance to build resilience and to learn this process early on. He will learn the process, but it will take later in life when you're not around to do so. If you can let the child go through what they're going through and then offer some support as you're inspired without needing to change their perception of what happened, then you will create an, a, an environment of growth and self-discovery and understanding. You have to remember that you are operating at a very high perspective, that your perspective is among the highest on earth, and that how you are choosing to see your life, other human beings are not choosing to see it that way. But your child chose you because your child realized that you would have a higher perspective and would be able to sit back and allow them to create and live their own trajectory. When you feel negative emotion, while you view what you think your child is going through that you would not want them to go through, you feel negative emotion because you're perceiving a separation between you and him and the entire universe. When you start to look at it from a higher perspective and realize everything is working out perfectly, the choice of dentists, the timing of all this, the money of all this, all of this is working out exactly for both of you. And for you to understand that this moment as a parent, you get to operate differently than, than how everyone else would operate. And you get to stand for what you believe in and for what you know. When you do that, you offer the most support any mother could offer to their child. Thanks, Joshua. Excellent question. Who's next? I have a beautiful situation working with manifestation events around money. So I, I invited friends. I mean, I invited people to come to visit me in Sardinia, also in the Joshua group. And then um, friends say hi, inspire, inspired. And uh, we went on a camper van. And uh, I was feeling, you know, so abundant and uh, everything's happening for me. And so I decided to put all like on my on my credit card. And then he crashed the camper van and they took the money out of my credit card. Uh, so I took it as everything is happening for us. And I was just like from the victim, I jump into this creative situation and I was repeating every day, we're going to give back the, the camper van at the rental place and they're going to tell me, we're going to gift you the camper, camper van half price, don't worry about it. But then the reality didn't really work like this. And then I still have to pay this, uh, this money. So it's really interesting. And I wonder if, uh, if it's my self, I'm trying to repeat the situation where I'm advancing money for people in order to demonstrate uh, the belief that everything is perfect, how it is, I'm always taking care of on the material level or how can I read the situation? Because I was 
mm, I was doing my best to be in the creator seeing this like um, this crash on the camper van as a great reason to have discount and buy the camper van but it did not happen like this actually I I mean I'm in a good space I'm not in fear but there is something inside of me that doesn't feel his yeah I wonder like how to work from here because I process the manifestation event I mean I'm not in fear I'm in neutrality but at the same time I have to pay the credit in my of my credit card so how to work with this emotion in the 3D? So you had an experience. You had an idea that to experience something in abundance that you would go ahead and you would put forth the money for it. This was an inspiration at the time. You have a manifestation event where everything happened differently than how you thought it would happen. You thought that, well, maybe you could get a deal in the camper van. Maybe they would credit you some money. Maybe it would turn out also because you're keeping a high vibration or you're keeping a higher perspective of it. You're not realizing that what's actually happening is the thing that you need. You may not want what's happening because you perceive that things would be better if you got what you thought you wanted. But everything you want is really coming from a limited perspective or from not truly understanding who you are, not truly understanding the power that you have. So all these experiences are coming to show you something, to show you more about who you truly are, more about what your true power is, all of these things that from a limited perspective seem bad and wrong. You're way ahead of the game by perceiving that you are a powerful being, you are the creator of your reality, you can process limiting beliefs. You can identify limiting beliefs within manifestations, events like this, and that you are moving on a journey to discover more and more about yourself, yet you still wish things would happen differently. In the wishing that things would happen differently than your ideal, you are operating from a very limited perspective and perceiving yourself as the victim to your reality where outside conditions can make you feel anything. Well, in little things, you can possibly see that you could experience joy if someone cuts you off the road and you could laugh about it. But when it gets serious, it is more difficult to see the joy in these things or even to appreciate the manifestation events as they're coming. And here's what's happening in this event and events like this. You are going through a process. Things mm -hmm. will have to take shape for you to understand that everything is working out perfectly. Things don't happen in the spur of the moment that are pertaining to more deeper limiting beliefs. It's a process. So in the middle of it, in the eye of the storm, you can't see how this is going to work out for you. Six months from mm -hmm. now, a year from now, you'll look back and you'll understand, oh my God, everything worked out perfectly. Because if that didn't happen, then this wouldn't have happened and that didn't happen. And I wouldn't have understood this and I wouldn't have got the impetus to process this limiting belief and to do the manifestation event form and to go on the call and ask a question and to have this answer and to be inspired to do this thing and that thing and another thing. In the eye of the storm, it looks like it's not going to work out. When you have an ideal that you're holding on to and it's not moving towards that ideal, it looks like it's not going to work out. But trust us when we say, that if you could look at any event that happened in your past and you're looking at it from a higher perspective, you will see how it worked out perfectly because it brought you here right now. 
If that thing didn't happen in the past, you wouldn't be here right now. You had to do what you did. You had to mm -hmm. put it on your credit card. You did not have the opportunity for another choice. This is what did happen. It was the perfect thing. Because if you didn't do that, you wouldn't have this manifestation event. And this manifestation event is going to lead you to a new idea about who you are and how your reality works. It's going to lead you out of this idea of victimhood and into the truth of who you are. But of course, you're still in that idea of victimhood. I wish it didn't happen to me. I can't see the good in this. And this is fine. This is part of the process. It is going perfectly. So we say the only thing you can do from where you are now is have a little faith. Have a little faith that it's always working out. Look at your past and realize it always has worked out. Understand yeah. that from your perspective, you couldn't have made any other choices, decisions, nor could anyone else. Everyone else, including the car rental place and your friend who crashed the van, everyone else was playing their part perfectly so you could take this event seriously and think about it. Do a manifestation about it. Find a limiting belief here and there process those limiting beliefs. And when you're inspired, you will not be in too much fear that you can't push past it and act on that inspiration. If this event didn't happen, if you didn't process the limiting beliefs that were around this event, when the inspiration came, you wouldn't be ready to push past it. Because this event happened, you can see yourself in a new way, more truthfully, more honestly. If you can look at all the characters that played their part in this event, how everything got set up, how you felt going into it, even though you felt you were at a high vibrational place, doesn't mean that you're going to avoid manifestation events. Mm. When you get to a really high perspective, manifestation events are going to come very quickly because in that high dimension of that high perspective, things happen faster. Wonderful things happen faster and manifestation event happens faster because you cannot hold on to your limiting beliefs at a higher perspective. At the higher perspective, you have to understand that manifestation events like this and everything else are gifts from the universe, gifts that show you who you're being, how you're operating, what you're thinking, what you're believing. You want to see these mirrors. You want the reflection to be accurate. You want to put, be put into situations where you think that things are going wrong and you want to look at them from another perspective and see how they could be right. In the middle of the event, this event may take six months to play out. You can't understand what you're going through in this event. You wish it would be different than it is, but that's because you're looking at it from a limited perspective. From the higher perspective, you need to understand that all events are leading you to the truth of who you are. And you specifically, as well as everyone else on this call and everyone else listening to this call at a later date, you specifically want to know yourself. That's your interest. You want to go on this journey. You want things to happen. You don't want to sit in the couch and watch TV. You want to get out there. You want to move about and explore and shake things up and be confronted with obstacles like this, where you can overcome them, not by wishing they were different, but by seeing who you truly are and knowing you will always be given everything you need to do whatever you need to do. For your perspective right now, you don't see well, I can't possibly pay for this. I, this is going to really set me back. It's going to make life hard. From who you will become in six months, you will laugh at it. You'll say, I mm -hmm. can't even believe I thought this was a big deal. 
Yeah, I was just saying like I'm, the, the things that get surprised me is that I'm not in fear. I'm in a neutral state. I'm not worried about it. But I'm not even feeling the inspiration to do anything. I'm just okay. That's my first time I have a debit in my credit, and I'm neutral state. That is proof of your higher perspective. Not yeah. feeling intense negative emotion is proof that you've achieved a higher perspective, and that's wonderful. So now you say, "What's next? What's for me? Mm -hmm. How will I move through this? How will I see even more who I truly am?" And then you'll have another event. Could be the most wonderful experience in the world. Could be most interesting experience in the world could be the most connected experience in the world or it could be another manifestation event all of it is the same all of it is wonderful all of it is what you truly want nothing bad can happen all of it mm -hmm. is for your growth keep that perspective and you'll sail through life in joy thank you so much who's next i'd like to go excellent okay so my question is about now that I have this this concept of neutrality, which I'm I'm loving, it seems like if I think of things, I, I seem to be applying constructs from the physical world to the non-physical world when I think about it, because it, it it inspires me to think about, well, how does it work? And then I'm I'm drawing this separation. Even as I speak about it, I think there's that there is no separation, but is there a hierarchy? Like you mentioned God. Is there some hierarchy in the non-physical world? And is there actually a separation between the physical and the non-physical? All you know is physical reality. All your experience is physical. In the physical is the illusion of separation, the illusion of hierarchy, the illusion of inequality, the illusion of good, bad, of duality, of better, worse, in the non-physical, there's no illusion. No illusion of separation. No illusion of inequality. No illusion of who you truly are. Now, if you know who you truly are, you are love, you are God, you are source, you are all that is. In the non-physical, how could there be a hierarchy? There right. could be those who are more expanded or have more experience in physical reality and they might inspire you to have your own experience in physical reality you might be in the non-physical as this full-blown powerful vibrational entity that inspires others you may have your own interests you may like to gather with those who are interested in physical reality and and observe what's going on here but it's all equal doesn't matter you would not consider some entity that has never experienced physical reality as lesser than because it's neutral. There is no duality in the non-physical. There is no better, worse, lesser than, equal, unequal, any of that stuff. So you have to understand that your perception of reality is based in duality, based in this fear. You come into physical reality and you have to breathe. You have to eat. You have to drink water. You have to protect yourself from the elements. You have to do this to survive. And so you have a survival instinct. That instinct says survive at all costs. What are the costs? The costs are equality, our connection, our expressing who you truly are, all these costs. Now these costs don't exist in other physical realities. In other physical realities, you don't have to eat. You get your energy from the environment. 
you don't have to protect yourself. You are one as a consciousness with everyone else in that community. In physical reality, you have to experience this physical reality, maintain survival. In that idea of physical, which you only know, you can't even imagine what other realities are like or what the non-physical is like. In the non-physical, there's no eating, there's no sleeping, there's no drinking, there's no breathing. It's just being energy. So there's no illusion that you have to do anything. Now, you would say to us, quite honestly, I have to eat, I have to sleep, I have to breathe, I have to drink. And we would agree with you. Yet all your food is taken care of for your whole life. All your air is taken care of for your whole life. All of your water, all of your needs, all of it is taken care of for you. It's set in stone. It cannot be withheld from you. You say, I come into the physical reality and I expect all my needs to be met. But what you're doing is you're perceiving they're being met from the outside or they're being met by your own efforts. That's the illusion of physical reality. If you could see through that illusion, you would see that everything is energy, that you have a hunger and you eat as a response to that hunger. You're sort of just using that as your excuse to take in the energy that's in the food. You might say, oh, if I didn't have money or if I didn't you have someone to help me as a baby, I could not get this energy. Well, all of that is taken care of by the inspiration that that is drawn to you to give you everything you need at every time. So then you say, okay, well then there's this concept called neutrality where nothing means anything until I give it meaning. But you have to give it meaning. You have to say that you're looking at a computer right now. Otherwise that computer would not exist. But then you go a little further and you say, I judge it, this is an old computer, my camera's not really good. I can't really hear the sound really well. And I need to change it to make it better. Awesome. Good. Now you're on this journey. You're being catapulted ahead on this journey to say, what do I accept in my reality? Well, I'm worthy. So I accept a new computer, go out, buy a new computer. And I know the money will come for that computer. Are you there yet? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. That's okay. This is the game that you're playing. But if you look at everything saying it's neutral, neutral, okay. It means that it has no inherent meaning. That if I label something as good, then I'm going to look at it as if it's good. And by looking at it as if it's good, I'm going to receive the associated emotion of goodness. That's going to feel good. If I look at it as if it's bad or wrong or imperfect, I'm going to feel the associated emotion connected to imperfection or wrong or bad. Yet those emotions also have no meaning. You're just used to labeling it. Oh, if I win an award, I'm going to feel good because that's the appropriate response to the award. Or if I lose $10,000, I'm going to see that as a loss and react with the appropriate emotion of loss. Now, because I've had that emotion every time I felt lost and didn't feel good, I've labeled that emotion as wrong or bad. If you wiped out the meaning of everything and just had the emotion without the label of it, it would all feel good because this is why you came to feel. You're just labeling things as good or bad and responding to them as good or bad. Now, we will say this is guidance. 
in the basic sense of all of this, it's guidance. You feel negative emotion, what you label negative emotion is because you're seeing imperfection. You're seeing it as wrong. It's not actually wrong. That's the illusion. You're seeing it as wrong. That's fine. That's great. That's awesome. But if you want to feel better, what would you do? You would redefine your response to that thing. You would say, it cannot make me feel anything. Since I'm the creator of this reality, I'm choosing how I perceive it, and I can perceive it any way I like. And so then you say, okay, well, I lose $10,000. What is really happening here? Oh, I'm feeling a fear that the loss of that money is going to impact my future, which is this ideal that you've created from a limited perspective. Now, we understand we're getting a little deep here, and you may have to listen to this, all of you, a few times over, but this is the basis of this reality. The reality is, in fact, neutral. The illusion causes you to feel as if things could be better, worse, right, wrong, good, bad. That's the illusion. That illusion is necessary and useful when you're on a journey of self-discovery because in the feeling good, feeling bad, at least you have an idea where your perspective is. You lose the $10,000 and your perspective is so high that you say, this must be for me. This must be perfect for me. And don't feel negative emotion. Don't feel loss. Don't feel any of that because you're perceiving that it is a good thing, not a bad thing. You've just uncovered a perspective where you are now the creator of this. That event happened and how you respond to it is your creation. You're choosing to create it in a way that is true to the power that you are. It no longer has any meaning. You've redefined it. You were taught that it meant bad and you've redefined it to mean perfect. You've accepted it. It had to be like that. Nothing else could have happened. Guess what? If you can do it with that, you can do it with anything. Why would you want to do that? Because you are here to expand in joy. When you perceive something wrong happening, you're, not exp you're expanding, but not in joy. You see? You could have this entire life filled with joy, gain all the expansion, raise that perspective, which is also expansive, and operate as if you have the power to actually create your reality. And you do. Now, your perception of reality is still, these are physical, tangible things in my reality. They're solid structures. The truth is, it's all energy. The truth is, the only reason you see a computer in front of you is because you believe you need that computer to communicate with us. You don't. You can communicate with us anytime you want, just exactly the way Gary does. But this is easier for you. It's not as weird. Just tune in two o'clock and have a conversation. Awesome. In fact, you stating the question out loud, receiving an answer from what appears to be outside of you makes you believe it easier, makes you understand it easier. If it came straight in your head, you'd be like, oh, that's just my own thought. You'd have more doubt. This is a means by which you have reduced the doubt for you and for all of you. Yet it's always there for you. Your inner self is always communicating to you. It's always you. But you tend to believe that the thoughts that are coming to you are a mixed bag of random thoughts and dumb ideas and silly things and possible mistakes. And then some brilliant idea comes through, but that can't be me, blah, 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 whatever it is. This way that you've created it is perfect for you. But you must understand you created this connection. You were inspired to 
go on a journey to discover this information, to contact Gary, to get in a boot camp, to tune in and to ask your question in a way that it would make most sense to you and also to express this idea out into the open in the ethos of whoever's gonna to listen to this later. That's your creation. Would there even be a better creation than this? Not from our perspective. You could receive it directly, but then you miss out on having the conversation and letting this answer go out into the ethos. This is what you want. You understand that everything you're creating is exactly how you want to do it. So when you see something as bad, you're saying, my creation is bad. No, no, no. I created this relationship in this context so that I can grow and understand more about myself on this journey of self-discovery. Enjoy. Everything is working out perfectly. So the more neutral you can get is great, but you still have this perception of physical. It's all you know. The concept of neutrality, though, causes you to say, why am I defining things as good or bad? That concept is all you need. You don't have to change anything. The fact that you're introspective about it, that's evidence of a very high perspective. The high perspective will allow you to experience the unimaginable. 10 years ago, you may not have ever imagined yourself on this call having this conversation right now. Because you've raised your perspective over the years to get here, you're having what would have been an unimaginable experience. But you've seen others do this experience before, and so you said, well, why not me? Going forward, as you maintain this high perspective and base everything in neutrality, even though you don't really understand it, now you're opening yourself for experiences that no one has ever had. No one in physical reality has ever had. You won't even be able to tell them about it because they're not going to believe it. When you get to this level, life becomes a fantastic cinema for you where the unimaginable is completely at your disposal at any time. And you'll be surprised and delighted by everything. Imagine going to life like that, where you expect to be surprised and delighted by everything. You expect everything to work out for you. You expect to receive manifestation events so you can see where you're resisted here and there. You expect everything to be a mirror to how you're being. And then you be more of you. You be more Ed in this case. How many people are as much Ed as you are Ed? No one. You are the most Ed that's ever been. The highest perspective of this incarnation, of this vibration that is Ed right now. And you are expanding that. You're here, I'm going to expand this consciousness. All the good things. I'm going to expand all those good things. I'm going to bring in some new things. I'm going to think in a new way. I'm going to be the highest perspective of any incarnation of this lineage from your origin consciousness to you. All the power of that lineage is coursing through your vibration right now. The most expanded version, now thinking differently for the first time, not so fooled by this perception of physical reality, that you're not incorporating the non-physical. Combining the physical and the non-physical to live in this new reality where anything is possible You've come at this time and place to explore that. That is unimaginable. And that's where you are. Thank you. Yes. All of that is what was going through my mind uh, when I was thinking of asking the question. I'm saying, well, I'd rather, I could just ask the question, 
and get the answer, but it might be more fun to do it here. I, I'm seeing this, like the perception of love equals acceptance equals neutrality. It kind of all whittles down to that and have fun with it. That just is so exciting. It's been so exciting over the last couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, so thank you, Gary. The concept here that you've really brought forth is that the one thing that you can count on being true is that when you're having fun, when you're excited, when you're interested, when you're curious, when you're joking around with people, when you're not taking things so seriously, life is good. And you wanted to have a good life. You intended to have a good life. You intended to expand as the most powerful form of consciousness that's ever existed in your lineage. And you intended to expand that in joy, in fun. You didn't need to come around and, and fight and effort and struggle. Of course, you did a lot of that because that was just what you were taught on your trajectory, but that ended you up here right now where you're creating the most magical life experience that you could even imagine. It's only gonna get better and better from here. It's only gonna be more joyous, more expansive, more fun from here because you've shifted that perspective from possibly I'm the creator of my reality or possibly things are good or possibly there's more going on here to yeah. I know there is. I know I'm more. I know it's going well. I know things are happening for me. I can expect it to continue. And in doing that, I expect to have as much fun as I can have because that is the sweet spot of this reality. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, everyone. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Well, if you're hearing my voice now, it means you've listened to the whole thing. I really think that the last question from Ed, as well as all the other questions, too, were really amazing. It really showed you how changing your perspective really changed how you feel in this reality. And the higher perspective you can get, the more feelings of joy and satisfaction and all the wonderful emotions that come with that, it's all a matter of your perspective. Not only that, but your perspective creates your trajectory. The higher you can raise your perspective by seeing yourself for who you truly are and then taking action based on that perspective, well, that leads to uh, unimaginable experiences. I've been experiencing this in the last three months. Um, I've really shifted into a new perspective of myself. And from that, I've had these experiences that I can't even really explain to anyone else. It's just been amazing. So uh, play around with this idea. Uh, the best way to really shift your perspective is to have an experience. Words don't teach, experience teaches, and the experiences are found in Joshua's courses. The boot camp we do a couple times a year. We're in the middle of one right now. We'll do another one in spring. But until that happens, you can take the Ascension Experience courses. They're on the website. They're really inexpensive for what they are. They're full of lessons and and plots daily plots that you do and reading and assignments and you'll have a partner uh also you'll be have access to all the calls you can be on the calls live you can be on the joshua call live and ask your own questions or just watch everyone as they're asking questions it's really a lot of fun so take a look at that at the website the teachings of joshua.com and click on the essential experience we're starting on monday there'll be a bunch of people all, all over the world doesn't matter where you are in the world it works from anywhere it's all set up for you. It's a very easy process. And uh, I think that you'll really be satisfied with it as have been everyone who's ever taken it. 
which has been you know hundreds of people by this point. So take a look at that. Also, please like and subscribe and do all that wonderful stuff you do to uh, promote this podcast. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time. Oh, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye.